0: health insurance and a retirement plan. But when the wild parrots come to strip fruit from nearby trees, he remembers the land of his birth, his vision quest, fasting to the point of death and how his spirit animal came to him. He remembers inhabiting the jaguar's body, its savage strength, and the
1: Six o'clock, yay. It's mutinyradio.fm and .sf. We're here for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. There's um, microphones up at the top there for comments, and then also in the back, and it's the joke workshop, so people are going to do three minutes, then they'll hear the horn. I usually like to do it on a punchline. That means you have a minute left, so you can wrap it up. If you're a new comic, it's good to learn what a minute feels like. Yay. And um, then... If you have like burning burning comments for people um the microphones are open but like only if you like really want to help I mean if you don't have anything like really good to say we'll 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 not say anything. Um just because we've got a big full list today and we'll get started right away. So remember if you're gonna give comments and you wanna feed someone a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good, nice toasted brioche bun on top, maybe put a little weed in there, and then some mayonnaise and then the and then the shit in the middle to make it palatable. Alright, your first comedian. Clap your hands and wild slappy like motion everybody for
2: Jared Senna. Yay. How are we doing, Muni Radio? All right, lukewarm. Great. So I like it. Um, uh, I got hit by a car in high school. Um, I was on my way to smoke weed with a friend at a ditch at a local park. Um, oh, you, you that happened to you too. Nice. Um, and uh, I got hit by a car as I was trying to skate across an intersection. Which is funny because my grandma always told me I was going to die smoking weed one day. I just didn't think it would involve a fucking car. Yeah. You know, it sucked. I was in a wheelchair and I was also in a full body cast. Hey, Johnny, how you doing? American History X, everybody. Give it up for him. (laughs) Yeah, I was in a wheelchair and I was also in a full body cast. So it was really hard to walk, but also really easy for me to find a prom date. I just went up to the hottest person I knew and just guilt tripped the shit out of them. Which is funny because by the time prom happened, I was already 100% recovered. I was just walking around in a wheelchair just to gain sympathy points. I was like, ah, oh, prom's coming up and I don't know how many, how long I have to live. I don't want to die a virgin. <laughs> Which didn't work. But I also think it would have been funny where if I actually did manage to have sex, I come just I just jump out of my wheelchair. <laughs> it's like, oh, your love for me recover, made me recover faster. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, rest in peace to my grandma. I still smoke weed. I don't know. I uh, yeah. So it was a really weird period in my life. While I was mad that I got hit by a car, it was the only period in my life where women paid me any attention. So I was more mad that I recovered. If anything, I'm reconsidering getting hit by a car again. Cause just you know, my love life is just not going great. Uh I don't know. Just quit my uh just put my two weeks in for my other jo- for one of my jobs. Got multiple. What do you kids know about working? Yeah, I got two jobs. Only one now. Uh I work at a bari- I work as a barista in downtown. So that means I deal with crackheads all the time. Um You know, uh, I like them a lot better than uh, entitled customers. They never ask me to remake a drink or complain to me. They're nice people. They're just really misunderstood despite how erratic and unpredictable they are. You just got to remind them that a coffee shop really isn't the place to be jerking off, you know? You know, that's it. That's it. That's it. They're not really that bad. Fuck with homeless people, bro. Make the city so much more entertaining, bro. Yeah, man, I was on Bart, and like, I woke up because like, uh, I woke up from a nap because this homeless person was fighting someone, and I looked to see who he was fighting, and it turned out the person he was fighting was his own reflection. Which <laughs> is just, just writes itself for comedy, you know. Also for like TV and movies too. Like he's literally fighting himself, bro. I like to think like his inner self saw who he was on the surface for the first time, and he didn't like it, so he just started fighting him. I don't know, like, I'm just, I don't know, all right? Just, I don't know. All right, Have a good night, everybody.
1: Yeah. Jared Senna, everyone. Uh, I would uh, add a tag in there, I would add a tag in there about that you hurt yourself so you can go into the hospital to have a Filipino nurse. To maybe be with your people uh, Or like a woman Like you're like I really want to meet ladies So I'm going to hurt myself again (laughs) To meet a Filipino nurse And then um, also If you're hurting yourself um, Like if you were like Poisoning yourself Or doing something like that To hurt yourself It's like Munchausen syndrome yourself What is it called? Stockholm? No Stockholm syndrome Is when you fall in love With your oppressor Yeah But Munchausen syndrome Is when you poison someone else So that you can take care of them So that they can be sick So like if you so maybe look up what Munchausen syndrome is, and because if you are hurting yourself, poisoning yourself to meet girls in the hospital, and then um, a, another thing, uh, maybe maybe he wakes you up, the questionably house guy, because he's singing Michael Jackson's "Man in the Mirror," and then you, like <laughs> he's like somehow screaming it, like "I'm I'm finding the man in the mirror" or something. <laughs> like I don't know. That just made me think of that.
2: Okay, yeah, that's that's a, that, I could. That's a funny yeah tech. but the
1: but hurting yourself to get a Filipino nurse I think is kind of cute,
2: yeah, I'm like an adult now, so I would probably get at nurses well, but 10, you do you could olds. go
1: in the pediatric area just because they're so kind maybe to children maybe you could lie about your age or something I mean because you look angry. yeah
2: you guys see an <laughs> orphan yeah, you guys see an orphan this thirty year old poses as like a child. I could do some shit like that, yeah. Clap your hands together, everybody. Jared Santa, yay!
1: Your next comedian, uh, he's one of the hosts, and so was our last host. Both of these guys are hosts for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up next week. Put your hands together, everybody, right now for Ian Langland.
3: Thank you, everybody. Jared, did you just pee? Oh, okay. I was about to say it was the quickest piss of all time. All right, let's get into the comedy. Um, God, I uh, I've been thinking a lot about my career, as we all should. Uh, you're laughing already. Uh, okay, I've been thinking a lot. I feel like my my final choice in life. I want to be the pope. That's what I want to do. I want to be the pope. Uh, cause it's like that's a fun career choice. I don't know if this thing's gonna work out. So I, I'm thinking about moving to the Vatican and just becoming the pope. You know that the only qualifications to be the pope are to be Catholic and be a man. It's the only qu- qualification. Also, you can convert to Catholicism. So any dude can be the pope. That's a crazy... That It was harder for me to get a job at Best Buy than it is to become the leader of Catholicism. I feel like they should have, like, stricter requirements, at least a little bit. They're, no background checks or anything. You know, the pope before the one we had now was a Hitler youth. I feel like that should have been in the interview process at some point, I don't know, it just looks fun, he has, he's got a fun life, he's got a fun hat, he's got a fun house, he's got a fun car, everything's fun about what he does, I want to do that, did you also know that, that the Pope can just like change the rules of Catholic, he, can just, he just can just change the rules, he's the sole proprietor of all of Catholicism, I don't think I used that word correctly at all. Pam looked at me like, "Oh, you're an idiot." Um, uh, he could just change the rules. He could. Uh, what, what if he's having a bad day? He could do anything he wants. He said recently that that you know he's rethinking whether or not uh, gay marriage is a sin. I think the Pope wants to fuck a dude. That's my theory with that one. <laughs> I think he's like, "We got to make some changes. This shit fucking hits, dude. We got to get into this more." So that's what I would do. I would be. I would become the Pope, and then I would change the rules. Let's make let's make church fun. Let's do that. Let's add ecstasy to the holy sacrament. That's my first thing. We're going to do that. Sundays is going to be rave days at the cathedral, okay? That'll be fun. <laughs> I think that could be cool. You know, like this Sunday at Grace Cathedral. Father Philip featuring Tiësto. <laughs> I would start going. I know that. I um I went to I went to an art high school. I went to an art high school. So, yep, that means I'm useless to society. I am I'm useless to society. It, it was cool. It was a very interesting. Day. Every time I tell someone I went to an art high school, they always ask me like, "Oh my god, that must have been so much fun. Was it like high school musical where everybody sang?" Hey. <laughs> I feel like I'm a teacher. I'm a substitute teacher. Focus up here at the front of the class. All right, quiet coyote. No, I, I, every time I tell people I went, to, I went to an art high school, they always ask me the same question, Like, oh my God, it must have been so fun. People must have been singing through the hallways. It must have been amazing. But it was a public school, so you were either racist or addicted to cocaine. That was the, the only two options of the art high school. But it was cool. I, it was very weird also how they did the schooling itself. They, they had the art teachers teach the regular classes. Which is very strange. It's a very weird thing to do. I don't know if you guys have ever been taught math by the jazz instructor, but uh, I don't. He just would, would just say shit. And he would just be like, "Hey, man, whatever number you feel is correct is correct," and then he would just spark up a cigarette, and I'd be like, "Okay, this guy seems trustworthy." All right, that's all I got. Thank you, everybody.
1: Ian Langlands, everyone. <laughs> Comments and stuff. Oh, I have I have two tiny things, oh, okay. two tiny things. Oh, and so does and so does Lauren. So okay. um, uh, with the rave stuff, it's really funny. I just you could probably just add some other tags in there like ring pops, okay. or some yeah, kind yeah, of something pop. like that. And then I feel like if um T-D-DJ, DJ Tiesto or whatever, you can like loop a hook from the Bible like okay. ho 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 hosanna in the highest. Okay. Cause like ho 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 or something, and then hi, It's something something with the word high in it that okay, comes yeah, from the Bible, yeah, yeah. or like you know Jesus whipped whipped, whipped, uh-huh. whipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or what just choose just ch- choose like any right. silly
4: bible thing yes. and then loop
3: it. i will take a look at the scriptures tonight yeah, and then I'll, we'll we'll find one.
4: Does this work? Yeah. Um I I loved it, all of it and I just had one suggestion the Hitler youth line you okay. say that maybe it might have tripped him up at some point.
3: Yeah, okay.
4: That, to go um that how how he got through with that.
3: Okay. With it, with like, like it must. What, what do you mean? It might.
4: The whole idea that he was in Hitler Youth might have tripped him. Tripped him up at some point. Okay. Yeah, I'll just Does connect that, that back. Okay. Cool. Thank you. He's not good.
1: Clap your hands together, everybody. Ian Langlands. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh my gosh, it's a rock block of comedians that are all hosts for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 that starts next week. That's very exciting. Put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Lauren Kraut.
4: Yay! Stop it. Just stop it. Okay, I'm thinking a lot about death, in a good way, and I'm trying to come to grips with when it will come, and I play this game with myself that you may or may not find endearing. I myself find it perplexing. Um, I see these ambulances, ambulances, these city ambulances, and they have numbers on the back because they're part of a fleet. And I look and I see if it says whatever number it is, that's the age I'm going to be when I die. And some of them are, are, I've already passed that age, like 53. I'm 66. And if it's 53, then it's like, that's how many days I have until I'm gonna die. If it says 72, then it's, that's the age I'm gonna be. Now there's a purpose to this joke. It's endearing, right? It's adorable. Yeah, it's not morbid at all. Um, and I told my therapist about it today and she was very on board with it. She, th- she thinks it's healthy. And I do too, because there's a purpose. I'm, I'm making myself pay attention to the clock. Tick-tock, Lauren. Tick-tock. Time is ticking, right? And it makes me think. It makes me stay in the present and ask myself, am I doing what I want to do? And I ask you, are you doing what you want to do? Don't know. Uh, shout out at once. <laughs> 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 but tick-tock. It just makes you tick-tock. That's all. It's It's not funny, apparently. And <laughs> 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 fuck it. All right. <laughs> Um, being a comedian is a lot like being an activities director at a senior home. <laughs> because you're constantly trying to find out what makes, what how to entertain other people. Like right now, like where's the funny in that? All right, that's, a, that's another premise. Um, not funny. Different languages, different languages versus common languages. This is another thought. Hello, come on in. We're having stand-up comedy. It's free. Come in. (laughs) No, no way. Shooks her head, shakes her head, and goes away. Did I scare her off? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) It was Ian? Nah. So common language, we need a common language in order to communicate. So if I, even if it's, we don't all speak English or we don't all speak French, we still need to have a common way to like, if I point, you're going to look and go, what's she pointing at? And if I do like this, you're going to say, God, she's crazy. Even with this joke, it's ridiculous. All right, enough of that shit. Uh, (laughs) Um, what am I going to say? Um, have you ever asked yourselves why you're even here? Yeah. I'd like to think I'm making a difference. Nobody wants to just take up space, no. I want to contribute something. I want people to say, there goes Lauren Kraut. If it wasn't for her, I'd be home watching Law & Order, eating pudding with my fingers. Thank God. All right. Uh, that's all I have, because that's it's all new shit. So thank you for listening. Yay, Lauren
1: Kraut. Pudding with her fingers. I hope you at least made your own pudding, because those 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 plastic cups, you always think they're gonna g- taste good, and then they never do, right? Do you agree with that?
4: I don't. I don't eat the plastic pudding. No. I don't eat
1: plastic pudding either. You, no. But do you make your own pudding?
4: I do. Oh my god. Butterscotch.
1: Wow. With,
4: with real um Jack, uh, not Jack Daniels, the other one, Jameson.
1: You put you make butterscotch pudding with Jameson. Oh, that is yeah. fucking brilliant.
4: Oh yeah. Oh, it's good. I'll like from the
1: package with the with the thingy or like from scratch, like from with scratch. the eggs. Dear God! Cornstarch! Like oh my god. Okay. Yeah.
4: I'll make you some.
1: All right. Put your hands together for Lauren Crowd, everyone. Yay! <clears throat> and her jokes about death. Woo! So uplifting. Uh no, it it is. It's good. We're thinking about death. Your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody. We were all speaking of Hitler Youth. I'm sorry, you get so much flack for your shaved head. It's just not fair or nice. It's just I just I love low hanging fruit. Uh, put your hands together for Johnny Nutson! Yay!
5: I feel like I look like the kind of guy that like isn't allowed to buy Sudafed at Walgreens. You know, there's like a picture of me behind the counter. They're like, "You were here this morning. You bought four boxes of Sudafed." Enough, you know? Now I, I was at a wedding the other day. My brother was introducing me to people. He said, this looks like, uh, this is my brother. He looks like Jason Statham, but if he spent his entire day on online forums, you know? I don't know. I work as a security guard, you know? Which is weird when you're, like, fucking tiny, you know? It's like, I, I tried to kick this guy out the other day. He's just like, uh, I'm going to stay, you know? I'm like, all right. I'm going to scream, though, if you, if you don't leave, you know? I feel like a little kid around people sometimes. It's funny when people walk in like big dudes and we lock eyes and I just know they're thinking, like, I can kick your fucking ass, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, they say the uh, the measure of man, the true measure of man is, is what he is when he's alone, you know? But I feel like I could go out in public and measure my penis and it would be the exact same size, you know? If anything, probably a little smaller because it's it's probably colder outside, right? I don't don't know if that makes it more accurate or less accurate. What's up with that, though? What's up with people measuring their penis? It's pretty weird. Like, did cavemen do that, you know? Caveman just holds up like a four-inch stone, just just grunts of disappointment, you know? I don't know. I feel like cavemen had to have hair on the actual penis, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Not you know. I mean, they were they were real hairy beings, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think people should measure their cock more than I don't know twelve times a year, once a month. You know, anytime, any times more than that, I feel like it's getting into into weird territory. <laughs> no, uh, I live at home though. You know, and I'm bald. You know. That's pretty tight. I you know. <laughs> feel like you can only live at home and be bald if you're like a like a baby. You know, like a small regular baby, you know. I actually did uh I I did manage to bring this lady home the other day and she got up to my bedroom. The first thing she said is, "Wow, you have really nice parents." You know. Really set the mood, you know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to watch some Looney Tunes or what? I got some chicken nugs in the basement, too. <laughs> nah, I feel like I'm like a man child, to be honest. It's uh, it's kind of scaring me these days. <laughs> uh, all right. I feel like I, uh, I'm i approaching. Well, I'm not approaching, but my, my goal in life is to one day be a bald guy with a ponytail. You know? <laughs> I feel like that's a final form that we could all strive for. Bald guy, ponytail, and a vest, you know? Those guys know something. Those guys are really weird. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I saw a shirt the other day. It was uh, This guy was walking down the street. His shirt said, uh, the only thing that I like more than fucking is reading. You know? Well, that's a fucking nerd, you know, if I've ever seen one. All right, I'm going to leave. I'll be selling drugs outside. Thank you, everyone.
1: Keep it going for Johnny, everyone. Wait, wait, wait. I have one little comment for you. So there is an actual, there is a time, I think, because I was musing on this when you were talking. I think there is an appropriate time that boys could be measuring their dicks, right? Because they actually do grow. Like, so if they're nine and they started measuring it, it makes sense because it literally is growing. Because you know how like you have like a baby penis and then all of a sudden it becomes like a man penis? So those are the times, right? Like, so from when you're like nine to when you're 14, 15, this is the actual time where, yeah, you should be checking it every month for growth cuz it really literally it is should, growing. It
5: should have changed for me, you know. But yeah,
1: like shit changed. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't have a dick, but I feel like there's yeah, no, I, 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 I feel like there's it. an appropriate time. And then um with the vest guy and the t-shirt that's all great cuz it's the same person but um flops, crocs, birkenstocks. Like yeah. what kind of yeah. stupid shoes <laughs> yeah. is this guy wearing too, you know? Something. With some socks, socks and birkenstocks? Like good look, bro. Uh, but fun funny stuff. Your voice is really deep and pretty too. Cool. Are there any other comments? Clap your hands wildly. Yay!
5: Thank you. Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. All right, your next comedian chomping at the bit. Everybody, put your hands together for Brady Pierce.
6: Hey, Mutiny Radio, how y'all doing? My name is Brady. I find out that, you know, I'm getting older and looking back and I'm the sense of nostalgia that we have, right? We want to reach back in time for a better time. We look back, we look at movies like Indiana Jones and The Temple of Doom, and we think, wow, that was a, an amazing thing, right? And then we look back and we think, oh my gosh, you know, Blade Runner, that was great. Star Wars, great. Isn't it great? Now I'm really worried about the cost of our nostalgia because we are going to kill Harrison Ford. Think about it. So now that we've brought him back to do Blade Runner 2040, fuck that was, but that did, does anybody remember that movie? Do you remember Harrison Ford in that movie? Did you know he sacrificed two ribs for us? Did you know that? Isn't he lovely? Okay, so then did you also see um, Star Wars? Oh, my God, I can't believe they made another one. You know that one? Um, Where well, I think he also broke like a rib or a foot. And then in between those times, he managed to uh, crash a plane twice. Just leave him alone, man. And now, and now I wish I were making this up. Get ready for Indiana Jones 5 and the adventure of the Golden Walker. We got to let these people go, man. Write new dreams, okay? Does anyone else, and I'm also really looking around the world right now, and I think nostalgia of like, you know things that are old that are new again to, You know, like Christina Aguilera, the early two thousands. Um, a land war in Europe. Polio. These are things I remember as I'm getting older. You know, and I've been i been around a long time. I've been around um, so long. And I'm, are there any other cocksuckers in the house? suckers? Okay. So I'm just like like it begs the existential question for me. Like, how many miles of cock have I sucked? Right? Do, do you ever think about this? She, she has. She's, she's doing the math now. So let's do the math together. Gentlemen, this is math. It's going to be hard for you. Okay, so let's say the average cock is what? You six? You there six maybe? Being generous? Okay, one up and down, that's a foot. Yeah, well, yeah who's got the measure? Who's got the rock? Right? Neanderthals. Okay. And so it's one up and down, that's a foot. There are 4,000-odd feet in a mile. And then I got up to like 1,480,000 feet, which is 26 miles, which is a marathon, which explains my last weekend at Folsom. Thank you. Do you, do you. If I had really sucked as much dick as I really have, I mean, I would have just sucked my sucked all the way back to China and back, right? I mean, hmm, thank you, Pam. You know... um, I want to share a song with you, a fantasy of a song. Um, and it's called, it's from my, my magical play called Little Orphan Fanny. And it goes a little something like this <clears throat> Your son'll come out tomorrow. Better be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay and he won't be lonely. I'll cheers on his chin, he'll grin and say, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom. Tomorrow, it's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Brady.
1: Yay, Brady Pearson, yay. (laughs) Woo! All right. It's a, it's a lovely joke workshop today. Uh, we're moving right along down the list. Deshaunt is up. Everybody, Deshaunt Pajara. Yay! All right. All right.
7: How y'all doing? How y'all doing? All right. Um, I want to start by asking you guys a question. If you guys could live in any time in history, when would you guys live? Shout it out. Today. No. Give me a year. Give me a year. 1990s. I think that's wrong. I think the best time to live would be Salem, Massachusetts in the mid-to-late 1700s. Think about it. You could walk up to any girl and just be like, Hey, Tabitha, me and you? Dinner? She'll be like, No. And you'll be like, Really? Which? I'll give you ten minutes to decide. I'll give you ten minutes. I'll be like, hey, is it gonna be steak or is it gonna be steak? Are you either gonna be eating it or hanging from it? Just let me know. Just let me know. I'll give you ten minutes. So, um any of you guys smoke weed? You guys smoke weed? Yeah, I feel like that's the most general answer in like the barrier. I feel like any comedian just goes like, hey, y'all smoke weed? And everyone goes like yeah. And then anyone says, like, fuck them kids, everyone's like, yeah! It's, like, pretty, like, linear, you know? I think it's kind of backwards in the Bay, because it's, like, drugs are legal and everybody wants to do them, and kids are basically illegal and nobody wants to have them. It's basically like an inverse lottery situation where you you get a kid and you lose $500,000. It's kind of like when you get a kid, you're paying for a mortgage in Weed, California, But then, if you have four kids, you're paying for a Fremont townhome. Like, I'll workshop that. Uh, (laughs) I love weed, though, because I know with weed, it's kind of like you can puff out your demons. So it's like, take a hit, you know, relax. I owe a lot of my life to weed, you know? Um, So my dad actually owns a weed farm. It's kind of like a weed production facility, not really a weed farm, though. It's kind of interesting. So. Since this guy owns a weed farm, you know, like, I smoke weed. Like, it's, it's kind of, it's in the family business. So there's this one time where my mom came to college to visit me, and she was like, I th- she, like, looked through my stuff, and she was like, you're smoking weed? Like, how could you? How could you, beta? And I'm like, Mom, I'm just supporting the family business. Like, what are, like, what are, that's, what, that's all I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. But, um, so I think, uh, I think it's kind of, it kind of bothers me that we think like politicians are so corrupt Like we're like, like, why do, why, why do we just not know that, you know, it's just like, it bothered me, bothers me that we think politicians are so corrupt. And then kind of, it kind of makes me think about the fact that like, you know, politicians get paid to speak like Hillary Clinton. Literally paid, got paid $500,000 to speak at, at like, Goldman Sachs. $500,000? Like I would do anything for $500,000. I'd literally call up my mom right now and curse that bitch out right now. i literally call her up and be like, what? Like, I'll be like, hey, mom, fuck you. You're a bitch. She'll be like, how could you say that? And I'll be like, someone's paying me $500,000. And I'll, she'll just be like, that's great. Beta. Good job. Good job. I'm proud of you. Um, yeah, that's all I really had for now. But all right. Thank you, guys. Deshawn,
1: <laughs> everyone. The questions always bothered me, too. What would you do? I'd do pretty much anything for five hundred. Would you suck a dick for five hundred thousand dollars? Absolutely. I'd yeah. suck a dick for five thousand dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Marina Petrova.
0: Uh,
8: my friends give me dating advice. They say, Marina, you have to go to a guy's place on the first date to make sure there's any, nothing creepy. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's, this advice is like checking for a suspicious noise in the dark basement. It makes no sense. But also, it does. So I always bring my clipboard and a steak knife. Uh, A few years ago, I matched on Hinge with this guy. He was a 30-year-old Mormon virgin. We were the most compatible because Hinge figured out I didn't have sex in two years. So my hymen grew back. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, you know, a 30-year-old Mormon virgin, it's like the most innocent after, if I were to rank, like right after Jesus, I would put him up there. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna need a steak knife. I'm gonna leave it at home this time. After the date, he said, "Well, uh, do you want to come to my place for some hot, steamy, pasteurized, full-fat milk?" And I'm a sucker for dairy. I would go even for a low-fat, <laughs> <a> non-pasteurized milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Uh, We went to his place. He says, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I was like, sure. I pull out my clipboard. I'm like, okay, Uh, socks all over the place with giant holes. Um, Plays need for speed all the time. Yeah, he's a virgin. (laughs) Uh, Next time I, I I, I lift my eyes, I see him in the dark doorway in this white unitard, which looks like this 18th century circus artist outfit. Uh, and I've never heard of a virgin Mormon underwear before, so I froze. <laughs> I was like, is this a ghost? Casper, is it here? this Casper had his dick out. So that he wants to get way too friendly and I don't have my steak knife. Um, so <laughs> I ran for the co- uh, coffee table I, where I saw Book of Mormon. I thought maybe if I hold it up, he's gonna burn like a vampire. Or maybe I can look up like a spell or a prayer so that you know'll m- we'll make him obey or maybe there's a customer support number I can call you know uh, so I ended up calling office of Meet Romney It's <laughs> like Mr. Romney, Mr. Romney, did you know that the Mormon virgin underwear has a hole for fucking? what is it? What is soaking <laughs> <laughs> When you put it in it a move, isn't it regular sex? <laughs> I have questions now. Um, he started to convince me um, that he's going to be great at sex and I should stay. He said, look, I'm part Colombian, wink, wink. It's very high on the chart of penises. Who was talking about this before? <laughs> and part uh, paintball gun, rat ta 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 He also said... Um, uh, he used to play saxophone, so his fingers are going to be fast. Although later he couldn't find my G sharp. And he said, "Look, I'm gonna I I, I binge watch entire series on Netflix wi- without taking a break to pee. so I'm gonna last a long time before I pee inside of you. Don't worry. Explain to him, sex is not peeing inside of a woman. It's peeing outside. <laughs> 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 After we were done." <laughs> After we were done, I was like, look, don't worry. He got, he got stressed because, you know, he, he had his like rules, and I was like, don't worry. First of all, I'm never going to tell anyone about it. And second, you're an American Mormon, so your rule of no sex is uh, topped by the five-second rule. So you're still a virgin. All right, that's all I had. <laughs> Marina Petrova!
1: I think that um you have you can have a tag after you pee outside a woman. If you you know, because it is not peeing inside a woman, it's peeing outside a woman, which is very funny. I thought you understood soaking. Because if you get peed on, you'd be soaked. No? But different word different use of the same term. So like soaking as in soaked in pee, as opposed to soaking as in not moving your dick in and out when you're inside a woman, like Mormons do, which is weird. Um but it, it's, just, it's just a different use of the word, yeah. just for an extra pun if you want to do it. Yeah. yeah. yeah you just find the concise language in like yeah. one sentence to, to be like, so that you could ask something, be like soaking, you don't know what it is, yeah. and then have that one line that's boof. And so everyone then knows and goes either what, or they go, oh, I've heard of that weird shit. Clap your hands together for Marina Petrova! And sorry for any Mormons out there, if you're listening, I don't mean to be pejorative about your your uh, fucking weird cult shit. Um, <laughs> Catholics too, man. They drink the blood of Christ and we're like, that's not cultish. <laughs> okay. Uh, lighting candles for dead people. Kind of. Okay. It's just funny. Sometimes it's like culty and sometimes they're like, no, it's Catholic your next comedian clap your hands together for ajay Damodaran.
9: hi guys is is yes is it working all right sorry i'm i am i'm hard of hearing i think now i just that's not a joke i just just sharing you know how are you guys are you guys doing good are we doing good doing feeling good uh i'm gonna do a couple indian jokes up at the top because uh I thought of them this last Sunday, and I'm going to do them. So uh, I was just thinking about how, like, Indian parents, like, like there's a stereotype that Indian parents are kind of like tiger parents, right? But, like, it's more specific than that. It's more like they just love your cousins more than they actually love you. Because your cousins are always going to be killing it better than you, right? It could be anything. Like, your, your cousins can eat better than you. Yeah, your mom would be like, Beta, why do you eat your roti with two, uh, two hands? You know, why can't you be more like... Vijay you know he eats with one hand you eat like a child with two hands tearing that shit i'm just glad they never watched me have sex cuz it's like Veta, why, why do you finger your girlfriend with two two hands you know <laughs> <laughs> why don't you finger <laughs> like vijay with one hand okay i don't know i i think it's it's hard it starts to beat a lot of indian stereotypes in, like in the bedroom cuz like indian men traditional indian men are like seen as pretty selfish lovers Right, like I feel like all the dirty talk would be really, really depressing, right? Because like they do the say my name shit, but it'd be very one sided. Like the the guy would be like, "Hey, say my name, say my name," and then the woman would try; she'd do her best, right? But it would just sound like she's just trying to get his attention, like Praveen, hey, Praveen, hey, Praveen. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be. And then like the, then she'd be like, oh, you'd have reciprocation. She'd be like, "Hey, like say my name," and he'd be like no <laughs> no i'm not gonna do that i'm not fucking saying your name uh it's like a tired starbucks barista at the end of the shift it's just like no i'm not saying your name yeah. i also think that indian like older indian men don't really know how to like stay youthful right like they don't really get it because like once once an older indian man gets like white hair you give it like two weeks he's gonna have like a fucking he's gonna be a carrot top like trust me this henna for days it's crazy. It's like it's like we're so so self conscious about being like basic. They're like, I can't have salt and pepper hair. Put some chili powder in this. I am under seasoned. Okay, I'll tighten that up. <laughs> it's fine. Um, you guys want to hear? Okay, this is fun. Um, there's a there's a phrase. Uh, Loved by few, hated by many. And uh, respected by all, right? This is what Hulu uses to describe uh, Mike Tyson in his new new show, right? I also thought, I also realized that like that's the same like tagline that construction companies use to describe porta potties, right? It's like pretty much the exact same thing, right? I I guess it's like that old saying, you know, everybody has a plan until they get pooped in the mouth. Okay, (laughs) too fast. (laughs) That's a Mike Tyson quote. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. All right, uh, I'm gonna get out of here on this. It's a long bit. Um, nobody knows what happens when you die, right? You guys, no, none of us really know, right? But we all know what happens to white, like celebrities, though, right? Some like tired journalist writes an article, like he lived to, a whoever who gives a shit, right? And then they slap an ad on it. I've always found that kind of strange because like you'd never go to like a cemetery and see like a fucking kiosk set up some, just next to somebody's grave, right? Like hey. Manscape, twenty percent off. Like, that'd be a really weird look for the Queen, right? That'd be strange. But uh, I also think, like, I, I feel like it's, it's 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 misplaced, right? I I would want like a taco truck put on my my grave. I feel like that'd be a nice touch, right? Because then you go you go to the you go to the cemetery, you feel happy, you're well fed, and I can still tear your ass apart from beyond the grave. <laughs> All right, you guys have been fun. I'm gonna get out of here. Have a nice night.
1: Uh, Jay damn everyone taco trucks are awesome. Uh, There's gonna actually be the bacon bacon food truck outside up front of here on the mutiny radio, the closing day of the festival, the it's a block party and the whole block will be shut down thanks to the city and we're gonna have 40 comics in five hours. And there's three art vendors. And there's gonna be a family fun hub where we're gonna make a really big chalk mural in the street like with everybody. Yeah, I thought that would be fun. And then the bacon bacon food truck. So that's on the 16th and it's free and you guys should all come and hang out. All right, your next comedian is all the way from Orlando, Florida. So uh, clap your hands wildly everybody for Arusa, Ru, yay.
10: Hello everybody. My name's Ru and I just survived a motherfucking hurricane. <laughs> And I'm not like originally from Florida. I came from the land of blizzards, uh, Chicago. Yeah, um, it sucked because I live with my family. But <laughs> um, my, my boyfriend, he is like a lifelong Floridian and he was like, the hurricane wasn't that bad. Hurricanes are great because it reminds you of your own mortality. And, <laughs> and I was like, babe, That sounds like a traumatic event. Like uh, my house was uh, almost got crashed in by a tree. And you see, I think this is why like Florida man is not a myth. Um, Between like alligators, uh, uh, hurricanes and Ron DeSantis, you don't have a choice but to become Florida man or die. It's hard out here guys. So to um, keep myself zen uh, and manifest no more hurricanes to come through my state, I uh, do a lot of yoga. Um, Fuck, I messed that up. (laughs) But um, you know what, let's go past that. Let's talk about uh, Catholics. So I grew up Muslim and uh, growing up I was always jealous of Catholics. Uh, And that was for three reasons. Um, One, Catholic fasting meant that you still got to have three meals a day. Atheists that skip lunch fast longer than Catholics do. Two, Santa Claus actually went to your house. You know what it's like to be six years old and learn that Santa's a racist? The guy doesn't go into the homes of both Jewish people and Muslim people's houses. I don't know, sounds kind of (laughs) yikes to me. Um, But the third reason I was like the most jealous of Catholics was uh, the wine and God crackers. That right there is half of a holy charcuterie board. Honestly, like I think like Catholicism just has a little bit of a branding problem, you know? (laughs) Like if they want to bring millennials into church, they should just rebrand Sunday mass to brunch. You know how you know how many people will show up give them a have them do a confession while they're at it <laughs> Um I recently I had to have an MRI uh and when I got hit with the bill it was $4,000 with insurance and I like that doesn't make any freaking sense right cuz like you have the machine just hit print. Like, all you need to do, like, you have the paper, you have the ink, like, I shouldn't be paying for a new freaking machine, guys. <sighs> so, um, I'm, I'm not on birth control. <laughs> it's scary, dude. I, like, just figured out how, like, my hormones worked. I don't want to, like, add another variable into the situation. Uh, this means that I, uh, every... Couple months or so, I am taking a pregnancy test, and honestly, like I don't even have to be having sex, right? Because like sometimes you just pee on the stick, you wait five minutes, uh, it comes back negative, and your period's like, oh hello, did you miss me? Sorry, I was late, I got stuck in traffic, and fuck you. (laughs) Anyway, you guys have been fun. Thanks for having me.
1: Keep your hands clapping for Roo, everyone. Yay! Rebrand that Catholicism. Absolutely. I'm into some holy charcuterie. That's brad. Uh, hey, your next comedian coming up. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dorian Trung. Woo!
11: I uh, got into an argument with my girl in public, uh, which is always a bad idea. Mostly because I forgot how good she was at it. You know what I mean? She got me backpedaling like a president at a press conference. You know what I mean? I was dodging shoes like George. You know what I mean? Like, I could barely keep up. I started saying things that didn't even make sense. I was like, it was all locker room talk. You know? I didn't look at her ass. Her ass was too small. I couldn't see it. And then one of her friends like decided to pipe in her shoes, like, ah, oh, Nicole, MSNBC, you said your girlfriend was a bitch. Fake news! Anyway, so I lost that argument. I, uh, I but I, I like walked out of there like a wand, you know what I mean? I was like shaking hands, I was like, oh, thank you for your support. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, to make it up to her, I uh, brought her to Daiso. If you guys, uh, if you guys don't know what Daiso is, it's like the uh, Asian 99 cent store which basically means it's like more classy but not not because of the reason you guys think it is okay like i think daiso just has a better clientele you know what i mean because they like make you do math you know like daiso like clearly knows like they are in the u.s but they just like to put all their prices in japanese yen (laughs) you know they're like they're just like charts everywhere conversion charts and then when you get up when you get up to the front they're like oh if uh Three hundred yen equals one dollar and fifty cents. How much will you owe if it's seven thousand yen? And that's when you just rob them. I'm just kidding. Nobody fucking robs them. You know what I mean? Because they're like, they don't. If, people don't rob dice because they don't know if they're stealing shit that's over like nine hundred fifty dollars. You know what I mean? They look. They're like, oh, this could be like five dollars or just thousands of dollars. I have no idea. I have no idea. Anyway, so my girl, yeah, my girlfriend went to Daiso and uh, she came out and she was like super proud. She was like, look, look at all this stuff I got for like $5. I was like, yeah, but you were in there for like three hours. So I don't know if we <laughs> came out winning on that one. I actually don't know who wins like when people go to Daiso. Like they don't win, we don't win. I think the only people that win is like the devil because every minute you spend in a Daiso, the devil is like, you're a minute closer to hell. <laughs> Uh, any dog people in here? Cool. I find it. I, I like. There's some people that say a uh, dog is a man's best friend, and I. Uh, I say those people are nerds. Cause my best friend is a man I met on the internet. He tells me I'm handsome, and I send him weekly photos of me shirtless. Cause he's giving me tips. He's giving me tips. People, I, I always think it's weird when people say they uh, they uh, they treat dogs better than people, because they're also lying. You know what I mean? Like they don't they don't show it in their actions. You know, I personally, I treat dogs like I treat women. Like when I see one in the street, I make eye contact, smile, and just keep it moving. You know, I never get in front of their face and like rub their ass, because because I'm a good person. Anyway, that's my time. Uh, welcome Pam on the mic. Thank you
1: story and trung everyone dog dog lover he's got a he's, he's got a bitch at home sorry that was terrible i didn't even mean to do that all right your next comedian clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for devontre Coleman! <laughs>
12: What's up with y'all? How y'all doing? Cool. You in therapy, sir? You're not in therapy? I think you might, but you just don't know. Anybody here in therapy? I've been in therapy recently. My therapist recently told me he was going to go on this three-hour sleep schedule, three hours a night, which doesn't really suit well for me because that means he'll keep falling asleep during our sessions. But I can't leave him, though, because he's also my barber. That's the one person I never want to leave, like. When he dies, I hope they bury me with his casket. Like they did the mummies in ancient Egypt. I um, I got invited to an orgy recently. You see, it sounds good on paper, but to get invited to an orgy, strangers have to think you look like you attend orgies. Like you enjoy a lot of group sex. And I don't really know if that's a compliment. But I'm gonna find out on Saturday. Oh yeah, I do like sex. and I like surprises. I just don't like when they mix. I went on a date recently. It went well. I brought this lady back to my apartment. It was almost game time and she whispered to me. She said, oh shit. I probably should have told you. I was like, yeah, no matter what you say next, you should have told me. (laughs) I probably should have told you I might have herpes. I was like, what do you mean might? You should definitely get that checked out. He's like, no, don't worry. Having herpes is a lot like being a Pokemon fan. Way more common than you think. Like now is not the time for clever similes. But I also don't think they ever made a prescription drug to stop the spread of Pokemania. Y'all must like video games. I like video games too. I, I like playing video games. I just don't like being called a gamer. That's like R N word. I actually think it's worse than the N word because nobody's ever called me a gamer as a term of endearment. And they usually use the hard R. Yeah, <laughs> <I>, uh, <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of online shopping. And uh, I recently got this pop-up that said, "Hey, you're might you might be in between sizes." Cuz apparently my body is in between two shirt sizes. Which makes it hard to go online shopping cuz they don't make extra mediums or slightly larger. I uh I've been trying to lose weight though. I think I need to lose weight uh strictly for vanity, not for my health, cuz I like dating bigger women. And when you're a skinny guy and you date bigger women, it's like you're being adventurous and she's accomplishing something. But I'm getting bigger. Now it's just two big people on a date. It looks like we both settled. I yeah. Uh, but I recently found this new diet on the internet. It's called the Jurassic Diet. It's where you eat whatever you think dinosaurs would have ate if they were still around. It's going pretty well because I think dinosaurs would have enjoyed Oreos. That's my time. Thank you. I'm Devantra coming. Devondre, everyone! <laughs> All right,
1: your next comedian runs a show at Hometown Heroes every first and third Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Put your hands together for Wally Hippolito!
13: Oh, shit. <laughs> What's up, Muni Radio? Happy Monday. Uh, Devontre was talking about therapy. Uh, I'm in therapy right now. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, you know, I notice in therapy. I realize in therapy, like, uh, you know, as men, we we need to start showing each other more outward love, outwardly. Am I right, guys? Like more, like more than the daps and hugs and things like that. You know, like in uh, like in France, they're over in Europe, they're over here like kissing. Like in India, they're like holding hands, sk- skipping down the street. Probably why the COVID numbers were so bad, but like that's another issue. But like, I mean, like, guys, this is America, y'all. Like, we do a big out here, you know? So, you know, I'm proposing right here and now to all the fellas out there. We got to start sucking each other's dicks. All right, cool. That's honestly, that's honestly the end of that. Um, uh, Inclusion's been a big, uh, big thing the last couple years. Uh, I'm realizing inclusion is making a big push. Just today when I saw a black dude working at a boba shop, yeah, I I think that's going really well for them, you know. Like, uh, I was skeptical. I was skeptical at first because he was wearing a ski mask. Uh, but then I was, but then you know, uh, I was softened up a bit when I realized we we're both getting robbed by a Republican with pink hair. All right, we're gonna work on that one too. I uh, I'm not very religious, which is uh, uncommon in Filipino uh in Filipino culture. Uh, but I I view religion kind of like how uh. How I view uh um, uh, what is it uh, a public bat uh, a roadside bathroom? You know, I only go in when I really need to. You know what I mean? That's r- I forget all my jokes, man. Uh, a white guy and I, l- <coughs> I could. That's that's how much white guys disturb me, guys. Nah, but uh. Uh, a white man in Atlanta recently shot a subway worker for uh, putting mayonnaise on a sandwich, which is crazy, right? White people in Atlanta? It's like, what the fuck? Like, this, this white guy, he, this guy's defying all white guy norms, am I right? Like, lives in Atlanta, hates mayonnaise, unregistered firearm. Like... If he really, if he wanted to start a rap career, he'd probably name himself like Jack Hellmans or something. You know, he'd probably be the greatest rapper of all time. Like I, uh, I, like that's white privilege at its finest, right? It, he's an example of white privilege at its finest because, like, after he shot him, he sat down and wanted to see the manager afterwards. Thank you, thank you. Uh, anybody here like sports? Anybody here like football? Yeah. Yeah, y'all don't look like a football crowd. Um, I love football, man. I love football. Um, I love fo- I love watching football with other short dudes. Yeah, yeah, because they're some of the most delusional people on this earth. Am I right, guys? Like, tell me if you heard this before. Uh, you know, if I was five inches taller, I would have made the league. You're you're smiling a little too much. You look like that friend that did that. But it's like, bro, come on. You gotta be real. You gotta be real with yourself at some point or another. Like. The Super Bowl MVP never, was never interviewed after the game and was like, oh, you know, I, I attest this to my five inch growth spurt in seventh grade. You know, that's how I really got this. Uh, and I'm Wally Hippolito. That's my time, guys.
1: Wally Hippolito. Oh my God, I love your mayonnaise material. I love mayonnaise. I love it. It's, I'm so white. I'm so white that I, I even get truffle mayonnaise. Like, that's how, that's how white I yes. am. Yeah, sophisticated white lady shit, truffle mayonnaise. Yeah. All right, your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Newman Shake. Yay!
14: Yeah, what's up, guys? Um, are you like a Gen Z or a millennial crowd? So you don't know? Millennial? Millennial? Uh, okay, I'm I'm Gen Z, which is like, we're pretty much the same were like really progressive and like really broke like that's what yeah i think i think the only difference between you and me is i feel like you guys growing up be, grew up being like grew up like dreaming about buying a house and then i dreamt like my goal in life is like wow i really want a dishwasher you know like that's why <laughs> i um my high school bully came out as bisexual recently not a big fan yeah because now he has like the self-care and like the emotional maturity of a gay man and he still wants to fuck women so that just means he fucks more women than me so that's kind of mean um what else um i'm learning a lot like i'm learning uh not to ask homeless people questions like i realized that like because i was walking home yesterday and this homeless guy was like how are you doing and i was like i'm good how are you and then he looked way sadder than before so that was <laughs> I um I used to be a lifeguard. Um yeah, while I was working there, they gave us this like incentive where they're like, for each person you save, we'll give you an additional fifty dollars. And I know that was supposed to, supposed to motivate me to be a better lifeguard, but all that really did was make me push kids in the deep end more often. I um <clears throat> my friend says he's my friend's really religious, and he says that's what makes him really humble. But then he posts stuff like, like for Jesus. And I'm like, do you think Jesus is following you on Instagram? Like, is that? That's not, yeah. I um I turned 22 recently. Yeah, 22 is a weird age. 22 is the age where like my dumbest friends are having kids. And yeah, it's weird, man, because I got to fake support them because I can't go to my friends and be like, you know what's the best thing you could do for your kid? Leave. Yeah, so now I'm just slowly watching my friends raise the next generation of Wendy's employees, so that's cool. What else? Um, this is just a thought I had last week. I don't know if this is a joke, but I feel like you can tell how sexually active a guy is based on the length of his fingernails. Yeah. I like that joke because when it de- like, p- guys immediately check their fingernails, and that's how I know. <laughs> nice, nice. You fuck, bro. That's cool. yeah i'm gonna try to be more wholesome now um my favorite christmas movie is this 2001 tim allen movie called christmas with the cranks have you watched this movie yeah if you don't know what it is about this movie is this movie where tim allen and his wife they decide to go on a cruise and start celebrating christmas and their entire neighborhood gangs up on them and forces them to celebrate christmas anyway and the reason why this is my favorite christmas movie is because it's also my favorite horror movie because as someone who doesn't celebrate Christmas, the idea of my entire neighborhood ganging up on me and forcing me to celebrate Christmas is fucking horrifying, you know? Like, if they put Tim Allen in brownface and called that movie Christmas with the Kumars, that would be my get-out, you know? All right. Bye, guys.
1: <laughs> Newman shake everyone! Jingle All the Way is another one that's really bad. It's like one of the worst Christmas movies of all time. But I enjoy that joke of yours. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Jason King!
15: Woo! All right, hell yeah. Uh, Give it up for yourselves, everybody. All right, cool. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I, um, here's one for the ladies. Uh, um, (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) <laughs> I I I feel like there are a lot of guys out there, like a lot of like Andrew Tate types who are like, uh, you know, women don't need to be evolutionarily funny, you know? Right? And the the thing about that is like I, I didn't know that humor was a prerequisite to surviving in the wild. <laughs> you know? It's it's not like cavemen were killing bison with jokes. <laughs> right? It's a lot more like they went up to the bison and they were like hey, bison, what the caveman say to the bison? And they were like, uh, and then the, and the caveman was like, die, bitch. <laughs> the bison didn't enjoy the joke at all. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. That's joke number one. Um, Let's see. I, um, I've been, I stopped jacking off, like, recently to, like, get more energy. That's <laughs> so, they're funny. Uh, uh, but I, I was talking to someone about it and they were like, um, that can't be true. You know, I can't like they're like, like not jacking off to save energy thing. It can't be true. And I was like, I think it would be kind of weird if your body thought that you were achieving like a major life goal and then didn't put energy into it. You know, It'd be kind of weird if your brain was like, okay, we're about to contribute our DNA into the next hundred years of mankind. Let's give it 2%. <laughs> save the rest for watching TV. All right, cool. No, no, no. All right, cool. Interesting. That one's okay. Um I'm realizing I'm an observational comic. Uh but but not by choice. Right? Like like when you're just when you grow up just not in feeling included into any group, all you can do is observe. Right? Like I had I was grow- like, I grew up, and then I'd, I'd want to play basketball with like the white kids, and they're like, "No, Jason, like, we won't let you." And then I'd be in the corner, you know. The thing about white people is, <laughs> they're fucking mean. <laughs> then I go to the black people, like, "Hey, can I play basketball with you guys?" And they're like, "No, clearly, like, one of the teams is gonna be bad." And I'm like, "The thing about the N word is, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I feel like a lot of people say this is a really tough time to raise kids." Um, but like, I feel like there were tougher times, you know, like what about the ice age? You know, they had saber toothed tigers. Like they didn't have like, you know, AR 15s, but you would hope they did. Yeah. At a time like that. I forgot how the rest of that joke goes. That's fine. (laughs) Um, I, um, I feel like it's easier to have, and this is where I lose everybody. But I feel like it's easier to have a mentally disabled kid. Not, I didn't even finish the point. I feel, like, I feel like nowadays it's easier to have a mentally disabled kid than it is to have a trans kid. Because like, like the internet doesn't chime in as much when you have a mentally disabled kid, you know? Like you could like post online... That you have a men- like a kid with Down syndrome, and like it's not like the whole internet's gonna be like, let that kid be a truck. <laughs> <laughs> it's his white, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna hear that. All right, out of all those, maybe one is good. Um, have a good day, guys. Have a- peace out.
1: Jason King, everyone. Getting a little edgy. Your next comedian, clap your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey.
16: Hey,
17: I'm just going to get right into it. Um, I've always been more focused and concerned with being right than looking good. Um, Growing up, I could suck my own dick. I I don't think that that's that weird. Um, I wouldn't recommend it, you know. Uh, it, it doesn't really feel like you're getting your dick sucked. It just feels like you're sucking a dick. But... 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 Um, everyone thought it was impossible. And I was like so stoked that I could do it. I was like, well, maybe this would be like a cool party favor or something. Party trick. What the fuck? No, not party... What, what would that even look like? What would that even look Yeah, go get some ornaments of that guy sucking his own dick. Uh, uh, everyone thought it was impossible. And and i was stoked i could do it and so i would try to like bring it up with folks but they never wanted to to talk about it like hey man like, like dude you you know 12 years old hey man you ever you ever suck your own dick they'd be like what no nah, i never even attempted that be like no nah, i think you mean you've never achieved it i think that's i think that's what you mean and one time i told some friends that i could do it and uh, they didn't believe me and we argued about it for like 10 minutes until they were finally like, all right, man, why don't you prove it? <laughs> and in that moment, I was just like, I'm going to fucking dunk on these fools. And I did. I dunked. I uh, I blew myself in front of a couple of guys uh, to prove a point. Um, that's really not even the messed up part, the fact that I sucked my own dick in front of an audience. The messed up part was that I thought I was winning the argument. <laughs> Seriously, in the middle of it, I very clearly remember thinking like, dude, those guys must feel so fucking stupid right now. <laughs> What a bunch of idiots! <laughs> I was, uh, I was coddled growing up. I was coddled growing up, and I didn't realize that until I was an adult. It wasn't until I was like grown up that I was like, maybe I wasn't, maybe the birthday cards lied to me. May- maybe I wasn't the number one superhero that I was told I was. Um, I, 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 heard it a lot growing up, like from from my parents, like you're the you're the best. I think I think some kids hear it a, a lot. Uh you know you're the you're the best son a parent could ever ask for and i was even then i was like do you have citations like do like do you have like are other parents corroborating that i am the best son like that would mean a lot more if like my best friend's dad pulled me aside and was like my son fucking sucks dude <laughs> like your mom <laughs> your, your mom's right you're way better than my kid like You have a 3.1 gpa uh you you got cut from junior varsity cross-country and uh, you can suck your own dick like you're way cooler you're way better than my son um what else do i want to talk about i was uh i was scared when russia invaded ukraine because there was a group of women who staged a topless protest and that worried me i I thought putin was going to see a bunch of boobs on tv and get even more excited uh like it i don't know the older i get the more i think about god designing the female body and i'm just like dude fucking bullseye you nailed it um good job god like and that's how i feel like it like like if i invaded ukraine i'm not saying i would this is just hypothetical i would never do that um but if i did if i invaded ukraine and then a bunch of women exposed their breasts to me like i'm doing Poland. I'm going to I'm going to do if I was a general I'd be like the the horny one I would be like Dude, crack out why not a biza <laughs> like it's it's invade there um really quickly look get out of here um I got a cat at the beginning of quarantine love it love the cat Lo- uh, it, it's amazing it it sleeps with me it snuggles like I I get to hold it like a running back holds a football every night and then every morning I go field goal Poof, all right <laughs> thank you
1: Kyle Morsey, cat abuser. Uh, we have, we have four comics left, so stick around. Um, Ezra, it's your turn. Put your hands together for Ezra. Put your hands together for Ezra Lux. Yay!
18: Uh, I forgot to write like new jokes, so a lot of these are gonna be from when I was like eight. Um. Anybody see that new movie, Spider-Man 3? (laughs) (laughs) I think it like, it's very unrealistic. It says he can do anything a spider can, but he can only do all the good stuff spiders can do. I think it would be a much better movie if he just built a house, laid a thousand eggs and died. Let's try and guess when (laughs) that one. I wonder if like cannibals ever try one last time for their last meal. Like, the warden is like, now I hate this, but I have to tell you, you are allowed to ask for anything you want. And you see the guy, like, smile, be like, ooh. <laughs> and he's like, except for that. And he's like, dang it. That one's not good. Let's cut that one. Um, oh, yeah. So I think I've reached a new frontier of loneliness. Um, I've started going on chat roulette non-sexually. <laughs> I don't know if you know this website. It started out with such pure intentions, just putting two people together on Skype and seeing what happens. And like everything, it immediately became about jerking off. I love it because there's two guys, there's two types of guys on Chat Roulette. There's like really old guys that look like Santa and are jerking off. And then there's like super rich, super sexually repressed, like Saudi oil tycoons also jerking off. (laughs) And I don't, like I feel bad because they're always like, boy or girl, that's the first question always. And I'm like, you ever seen any good movies? And then the guy just starts jerking off and he's like, that's probably a no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the rules. I feel bad, but I need friends. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, yeah, I've been really into uh, playing NBA 2K. Um, it's my favorite getting high activity recently. Uh, The problem is though is that they let you like make your character look like whatever you want like so I made him look like me He's 5'9 Yeah, he's (laughs) 5'9 He's terrible (laughs) all all the sliders set to the lowest slider (laughs) But the problem is is they don't tell you they just give the guy a voice because they pre-wrote a story already and The voice they gave him is like clearly a black voice (laughs) But he just looks like me (laughs) So like I had to add like a black eye to my character just to imagine he's getting beaten up all the time. Similarly <laughs> so, really related to that, there's like been a lot of talk about like whether or not Jamaican Patois is like a separate language or if it's just a dialect of English. Here's why it's not. I could go to City College and like learn Spanish or Chinese, you know, or Hindu, Hindi or whatever. I can't go to City College and be like, "Can I take Jamaican Patois as a second language, please?" <laughs> like Imagine, like, just being a guy being like, you know, like me, a a class full of people that look like me being like, ear me now, ear me now, blood clot. You know, I haven't got the accent down yet. (laughs) I'm just learning the vocabulary. Um, The sad thing about that, though, is that, like, I learned that there are white Jamaican people. I didn't know this until I worked at a bakery with this guy named Tim, who is, he was, like, a white Jamaican. I'm assuming he still is. I don't think he's dead. Um, and I felt so bad for him because he did just sound like that and like kind of looked like me So like he was just constantly getting yelled at by customers <laughs> And I was like, I don't know what to do, man. Um, I did that one better last week. Let's see one more da, 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 da. Yeah, so I'm really into the show Jeopardy um, The thing I like the most about Jeopardy is that if you go in the red, they don't let you go in final Jeopardy They're just absent and it's always like very weird because I imagine that that they're like, you know, yeah, you win the money if you get it right, but if you get in the red, you owe that money. <laughs> and then all those guys have just been dragged out the back and like Alex Trebek is just beating that money out of them. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. Thanks, guys.
1: Ezra Lux, everyone. Ezra Lux. We have two comedians, three comedians left. Put your hands together. For your next meeting, he's new to the room, Jonathan Yang. Yay!
19: Oh, I am new to the, to the room. Thank you for having me. Uh, fairly new to San Francisco as well. Moved here from New York. But originally am from Chicago, so woo Chicago. One of the most racist places in the world. <laughs> mas- mas- masks as a blue state. It's really not. So that's why I love living in California, it's so inclusive here, you know, and nowadays people are just so uh, gender inclusive and they're all over the place. Straight guys wear tight jeans now, and back in the day tight jeans was only faggots wore that. Straight guys wear pearls now and they wear leopard t-shirts and, you know, it's, it sucks because now I don't know who's gay, who's not. I mean, clearly we have that cocksucker in the back of the room, but you know it's very confusing. So I ask that you guys just stop co-opting our words, stop sucking your own dicks, okay? Stop sucking dicks and stop doing. Just leave it. Leave it for the gays, okay? <laughs> Calling your girlfriends partners, and then I have to do these mental gymnastics of, oh, uh, what kind of music do you like? What do you, but just say your girlfriend. You can say your girlfriend. You haven't had a problem with that. We have a problem with that. So just leave, leave it to us, OK? Um, yeah, so my gaydar is kind of off because of that. Oh, yeah, and the straight guys are all doing therapy now. Like, t- come on. Can we have one thing, really? <laughs> I heard somebody back there. He won't suck dick for five hundred thousand dollars. Like, sir, your your masculinity is not that expensive. Please, <laughs> not that precious. Um. Departure. Growing up. Oh yeah. So I grew up. So I I actually am I'm an architect and uh, happily living in San Francisco. But I had a very different childhood growing up. I. Uh, worked in a Chinese restaurant and you talk about racism every day on the daily basis. And I grew up in the 90s. For those of you, I was, uh, you know, I'm probably, no, all of, all, all of you in here were born in the 1900s, except for that one guy. Um, yeah, in the 90s, racism was really weird. They called the restaurant and they did do weird things. Like uh, in Schaumburg, a suburb of Chicago, they would really love. It was it, we had restaurants in different towns, and it was weird in different towns. They had different themes. In Schaumburg, they loved to call and just sing "Chickadee China," the Chinese chicken, a bare naked lady song, over and over again. So to this day, I can't listen to that song. Um, yeah, and you know, nowadays sustainability, San Francisco, we're great on reusing containers and things like that, but. When in, when when Asian parents do it, it's looked down upon, right? When when we would open our drawers, Mom, why do you have all these takeout containers and all these plastic bags mm-hmm. everywhere? It was so I used to be so embarrassed. But when white people do it, it's a hack. It's a DIY. It's it's a hack, right? So I have to follow Pinterest now to uh, learn how to do what my ancestors taught me to do. But actually, I'm actually really good. Look, because look in my pocket, I have reused uh, this uh, sanitizing wipes from United Airlines that I flew last week so I'm doing I'm doing a thing and uh, speaking of gays what is this gay oh, okay uh, gay serial killers are very popular now right with with yeah. with uh, with uh, Dahmer and all this and just recently I learned that um, San Francisco or California Newsom just signed into effect. You could bury bodies, uh, compost them. You can compost your body now, and it's legal. So, you know, we're really paving the way. Gays paved the way for composting, for killing people, for cannibalism. I mean, we're just doing it. So give it up. Thank you, guys.
1: Hooray. Clap your hands wildly for Jonathan Yang. That was lovely. Where We have two comedians left. Hold fast. Uh, Your next comedian, put your hands together
16: for Denise Lee. Woo! Okay, we were in the middle of writing a joke, so we'll see how this goes. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I was recently reading that it's actually pretty unhealthy to eat three meals a day. Like, uh, there's this diet called, uh, one meal a day where you eat one meal a day. So I've been doing that. Um, but I've also been eating like 50 snacks a day. So that's kind of fun. Um, okay. I hate all of that. Okay. Going back. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I've noticed that like, I am, I'm a little bit more pessimistic about life now, you know, like, uh, when I was growing up every day, I'd wake up and be like, oh, I wonder what new adventures I'll bring today. And now I wake up and I'm like, what fresh hell awaits me? You know, like I used to think about ways I could live longer and now I'm just thinking about how I can die sooner, really. And, and I've noticed that I'm more pessimistic now that I live in San Francisco. And I know I'm more pessimistic because I bring a sweater everywhere I go with me. Like, when I walk outside and I see the sun shining, I'm just like, oh, that will go away soon, too. It will. Um, I've been trying to, I've been, I, um, I lost a lot of weight. When I moved out here, I lost, like, 15 pounds. And the first time I went home, one of my friends was like, oh, my God, what's your secret to losing all that weight? Like, what diet are you on in San Francisco? And I was like, Depression mostly that'll do it. <laughs> uh, I was telling one of my friends that uh, I've been feeling depressed lately, and she was like, But you're so thin, and I was like, Thanks, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> she isn't here to hear that. <laughs> uh, she's like, what is there to be sad about if you have abs? And I'm like, a lot. <laughs> uh, I was telling, I was telling my mom that I was feeling kind of like depressed for no reason. And my mom was oddly empathetic. She was like, I understand. If I were you, there would be lots of reasons I would feel depressed. <laughs> She was like, you're not married, and you're not doing as well in life as your sister. I understand. And I was like, I thought there were other reasons to be sad, but thank you for adding to the list. <laughs> um, but I was talking to her about it, and I was like, well, what do you think I should do to feel better? And she was like, oh, just cover your stomach. She was like, that's the reason you're sad, because you're very cold. And I was like, honestly, that's a fair point. Um People tried to bully me in high school. I feel like it didn't really work because I hated myself more than they hated me, you know? Like, really, when they tried to bully me and, like, say mean things, it really felt more of, like, a collaboration session, like a brainstorming session. (laughs) They'd be like, oh, your shirt's ugly, and I was like, what about my personality? Is that ugly, too? Uh, Um, okay. Let's just leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Okay, thank you. Today's L.A.
1: everyone. Hooray. Um, Did you wanna try it, buddy? I forget your name this time. Not, you're not ready? Okay, I'm gonna just do, I'll do a quick, I'll do a quick four minutes. You can decide during my set, okay? Okay, so yay me. Cool. Today's outfit is brought to you by, um, I wanted my outfit to look like, um, sexy revolutionary. Am I pulling it off? Am I giving you sexually revolutionary vibes? Okay, cool. That's what I was going for. Um, I want to do some abortion stuff cause like I have to practice it. I'm so, I'm sorry. Or whatever. I mean, I don't even know what to think about Roe v. Wade being overturned. I'm like, look, your apathy did it. Yay, your generation does. It. Oh, you haven't voted yet, so it's not your fault. Okay, sorry, it's your fault. <laughs> no, it's okay. I know apathy is great, and TikTok is really important. Um, but I, I've had, you know, I've had a, a couple abortions, and that's good because I really love drinking and I always have. And I made a choice not to have children. I made a choice to party on a Tuesday if I so desire. So I used to drink a lot more than I than I do now. I've kind of reined it in. But in February, 2020, I got super drunk and then I fell on my face and, and I got, I had to get 15 stitches in my face. And, but the thing is I'm on Medi-Cal. And so it was so great because the doctor was so good at St. Luke's that she actually gave me a Medi-Cal eye lift. Like, it is so cute on this side. So, next time I'm super wasted, I have to fall on the other side so that I can even that out. Because I really want this. She did a great job. She, like, gave me a brow lift. It's great. So, I loved it. Next time, maybe I'll fall on my chest and I can get a Medi-Cal boob job. I don't know if that's included in Medi-Cal or if that's an extra. So, my point is that I love drinking. Right? And now Roe v. Wade in the thing, and you don't, what if there's another person like me? What are they going to do? Like, you're going to force them to have a baby. If America forced me to have a baby, I would need to um, buy some new tools to drill some holes uh, in my trunk so the baby could breathe while I'm hanging out at the bar. (laughs) Like... You put the baby in the trunk with a sleeping bag because I can't afford a nanny. Like, who can afford that? Come on, I'm not going to stop drinking, is America. Come on, you make to have a baby. It would be crazy. It would be like in first grade for the fifth time. It's like nine or something, and the teacher at the P, she's like, Miss Benjamin, um, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, let's just sippy cup. Fill with vodka, you dumb bitch. I didn't want the kid. And then it turns 12 this mythical baby that america made me have and it starts doing ketamine and i'm like who is your dealer (sighs) like we can finally get to know each other i can bring you to burning man let's be friends and at 15 it teaches me just the cutest cutest thing right like if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours you don't eat your boogers you smoke them from the mouths of babes And then at 17, it finally dies. It finally dies, like with one of those speedball cocaine heroin straight to the vein. And I'm like, 17 years. 17 years. That's the latest late-term abortion you could ever have. (laughs) It was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times. I'm on Medi-Cal. I can't afford that. Abortion jokes. Are they... they too edgy i'm just saying like you'd be i would i would have been the worst mother in the world like could you imagine like could you imagine a child like hanging out at open mics like it's not hanging underneath a bar like be, sneaking in and i'm like feeding it pretzels or something under the table like like a dog okay i don't know I tried to bring my cat around with me. And at one point, I had a little backpack. And I just traumatized my cat so much. (laughs) Like, he never wants to leave the house ever again. (laughs) Because I did like three sets with him on my stomach. And his little kitty face was poking out. And I really traumatized my cat. Okay, Uh, I'll close with a real joke. But I did want to just run those two things. Uh, My clit is so big I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. (laughs) So so there's a Is Froot Loop funnier? Fruit loop, I can use it, but a fruit loop as a cock ring—it just doesn't have the right. Cheerios, co- my click, like all that C sounds like Cheerio click. I know we're just like I'm just workshopping. Co- well, because that cocoa puff is like a thing. I mean, we could play like a game, but they look like little pooh berries or something. Like if you had cocoa puffs down there, Oof, little tingle berries—that would actually be fun. So f- I think Cheerio sounds funnier than fruit loop. Hmm. Cheerio moves faster as a word. Yeah. Because Fruit Loops, it's a lot of whoop, whoop. OK, thank you for helping me uh, do that. Uh, you sure you don't want to try it? All right, yay! Hi, oh
20: <laughs> oh um, um, I've never done this before. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I only have like one joke. Um, If it's even a joke Um, and it's about my mom Uh, my mom's like the funniest person I know Um, and she doesn't even have to be funny she just wakes up and I laugh at her but I love her she's like amazing she's she's amazing so my mom this year was a big year for me I graduated high school I got top surgery you know (laughs) milestones Um, so my mom had this idea for a party I'm like yeah party look at my brother like we're about to get lit let's go so uh, after she makes the invitation, I uh, she sends it to me. And I get it. And in big, bold, black letters is gender reveal. Wow. I bet people were looking at that invite like, whoa, is this bitch pregnant? Like, what the f-? Like, no. Um, another, uh, I guess, story. Um, I always used to hear everybody telling me um, how my mom wanted me so bad. Um, I really thought of that uh, moment, or about everybody telling me how bad my mom wanted me, when my stepfather threw a toaster at me. I was like, wow, this, wow, that's really wanting something. Um, but yeah, that's it. I just thought of those, like, two seconds, sorry. Yay!
1: Come back again and again, and yeah, write things down, and and that was that was lovely well thanks everybody for being here and uh, being supportive tonight and stuff and we had a lot of new people and that's really exciting and uh yeah enjoy the rest of your whatever open mics you go to Woo.
21: Mutiny Radio. FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dolls
13: think I'm funny, Daryl.
21: Well, I mean, you ever want to be...
20: Four nine and nine.
0: John Wessek here. I have a new poetry collection on Amazon. Here's the title poem, The Shaman in the Library. Naked except for a loincloth, ritual scars and streaks of red clay, he attends the staff meeting. Full haircut, back straight, face impassive. Why is he here? No one knows. Since the library opened, he's pushed the loaded book cart and replaced Suzanne Summers and Gwyneth Paltrow in the diet and exercise section. Trembling patrons pay late fees promptly when he stands by the circulation desk. A few parents complain their teenagers shadow him chasing rumors of hallucinogenic ayahuasca vines hidden in the botany section, and after the singed carpet incident management forbade cooking fires. No more fresh rabbit meat, only packets of microwaved cassava. He pricks his fingertip at shift's end and fills out his time sheet with human blood. It's a good life. His employer provides health insurance and a retirement plan. But when the wild parrots come to strip fruit from nearby trees, he remembers the land of his birth, his vision quest, fasting to the point of death and how his spirit animal came to him. He remembers inhabiting the jaguar's body, its savage strength, and the power he gained, power to take life and heal. Free from culture and convention he hunted at night, the heart-pounding chase, the taste of wild boar's blood.
20: I was just leaving the theater.
22: 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material, and curious. I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. The and I'm having i a really, really good time. Flat black like plastic. big spliffs and cruising Saturday, too. on the freeway. Good I am I a total is absolutely right. I am
11: Bias, an
4: adolescent.
3: And I will cut the... Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major and
4: She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man.
23: Black Block, a novel about protest from Sanjuro. A sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink so you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty O'Doul's, an old-time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a market street dive to rub elbows with the hoy Poloy. Next is a Folsom Leather Bar. The dark, goth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems, but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters have broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you. Find me at sandrorider.com, and Black Block is on Amazon.
21: Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, got the mutiny, mutiny radio, got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend got mutiny, mutiny radio, got mutiny, mutiny radio, got mutiny, radio my
1: friend. Have you heard of subliminal SF, visual and auditory mind control, graphic design,
16: safe sex is more than just avoiding stis and pregnancy no matter what you're into make sure that you and those around you feel safe comfortable and are having a good time this public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at mutiny radio
1: october 9th through 16th 2022 the 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming to you, San Francisco and beyond. So many venues this year, Atlas Cafe, Madam Race Car, The Bar on Dolores, El Rio, Baby Blues Barbecue, OMG, and the Alameda Comedy Club, as well as Emperor Norton's Booze Land and Mutiny Radio 28 shows all week. Get your tickets at Eventbrite and for free on Sunday the 16th. It's a block party, part of the Phoenix Day block party. You or livable city who brought you Sunday streets. We're going to have a block party. We're going to have the bacon, bacon food truck, art vendors, 40 comedians from all over the United States outside, ready to make you laugh. Please come out to the 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival at eight different venues, October 9th through 16th,
12: 2022. See you there.
18: The National Lawyers Guild is dedicated to the need for basic change in the structure of our political and economic systems. They seek to unite lawyers, law students, legal workers, and jailhouse lawyers of America to function as an effective political and social force in the service of the people, to the end that human rights shall be regarded as more sacred than mere property interests. For more information about your legal rights, how to obtain legal assistance, or to donate, please contact the National Lawyers Guild at nlgsg.org. That's nlgsg.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny
14: Radio.
8: L-S-D-Fap! Acid and fapping, fapping and acid! Acid fapping, fapping and acid! fap, 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 fap! Acid! Thank you, that song is called Acid and Fapping!
24: My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long...
25: Radio Comedy Festival 2019 make some motherfucking noise right now. Woo! Welcome to this part of the show. Uh, my name is Mike, Mike Evans, and this is a show called 23 and Meh. Um, I forget what the what the reference is, uh, Pam. 23andMe is the dating. Website.
1: 23andMe is the thing where you swab your face and find out what race you are.
25: Oh shit. Damn. <laughs> Well, I picked a really great show to wear the I'm so white button on right now. I, uh, I doubt that I am actually white just because cops like to stop me all the time. People walk across the street when they see me. I don't know. I don't know why. I haven't showered in a couple months. That might be why, but I think it is a racial thing. Um, (laughs) so tonight on the show, we have a really dope lineup. We have uh fucking jaron george we have molly shero and ben warren it's gonna be really dope but for now you're gonna listen to my face talk for a second um so i work at a middle school which is kind of fun because everybody at a middle school is just as problematic as we all wish we could still be um middle school kids and old ass people in retirement homes all talk with absolutely no filter and um, they're just mean, mean as shit. Um, I have little friends though, I have a friend named Sarah who uh, I thought was a really cool person until she told me this really mean prank she pulled on a child named, uh am thinking of a fake name, named Dan. So basically in middle school, having a crush on a person is like the biggest fucking thing in your life and uh, basically Sarah knew that Dan liked her Sarah told Dan she was like hey Dan do you like me and Dan was like yeah and Sarah was like hey do you want to go out with me do you want to be boyfriend and girlfriend and Dan was like yeah hell yeah and Sarah was like psych you're an ugly bitch I would never date you (laughs) (laughs) which is it's funny but it's so horrible for Dan because I had to see him cry and shit and um yeah and that's the first time I punched a little kid in the face I punch Sarah right in the face. Um, if you're wondering why I do stand-up comedies, because I got fired as a teacher at a middle school. You're um, <laughs> punching a kid in the face. Apparently, you can't do that anymore. Not like the old days, right? That's what all, all old people say. Like, oh, back in my day, you know, I used to get punched by my slave master. I'm like, Mom, you're not, you're not that old. You're not that old at all. 23 and me. I don't know. <laughs> trying to think where my lineage might go back to very curious Thomas Jefferson is always like a maybe because you know he had sex with slaves and shit um I feel like it'd be really cool to find out if I was Asian American be really happy what's up man how you doing it's cracking good Here the 23andMe show it's a very diverse audience of white people and uh one black guy two of us both wearing green jackets. We knew <laughs> we knew we had to color coordinate with the jean jackets and black vans. It's how we stand in solidarity. We're running away from angry mobs. Uh the first time I figured out that I was black was uh I was jacking off. And um I always thought jacking off was like a weird like rolling dice motion, but for me it was like I was unclogging a toilet. It was Giant, giant penis joke. <laughs> More giant penis jokes. Um, first time I got an erection, I passed out because it was just so long. It was just protruded. Just it was about about this. You know, I was just knocking people over and shit. And it was just really terrible for. It was a really bad Thanksgiving because that's the first time I had it. And all my family was like, "What's going on? Why are you flipping the table over?" Because <laughs> I'm black, Dad. You don't understand. <laughs> man, I'm at that age now. Uh, oh shit, Spencer. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, good, good. I'm just telling jokes, talking about my dad. Feel free to walk in. Well, not free. Just feel, feel to walk in. Yep. <laughs> But uh <laughs> should come in, man. She come in, take a seat. It's all nice. It's Ten dollars. Tackle him, tackle him now. No, just kidding. <laughs> that is the bouncer with the nice thriller jacket on, it's pretty fucking awesome. But anyway, my dad, um he's uh I haven't seen him in a while. Uh knock knock. <laughs> Not my father. <laughs> um <laughs> Nah he's a cool guy. He's he's alright. Um First time I caught him watching porn was uh, was in seventh grade. Uh, he tried to play it off though. I was like, hey dad, you know, what are you looking at at three in the morning? There was just women in bikinis just all lined up in this website he was looking at. And he was like, oh Mike, you know, just see the way these girls are dressed. I, I, I just would never want anyone to dress like that. I'm like that's really what you're fucking thinking right now? At two in the morning is judging, reassessing your morals and shit yeah like father like son father like son i do watch a lot of porn i watch a lot uh it's weird to say i watch a lot of incest porn because <laughs> because they're actors you know what i mean they're, they're actors like you know they're not actually related to each other right i mean that's that's the fun end. i just you know put it on mute i hate you know when porn stars are fucking and then they, they get way too under the character right you know what i'm saying They keep saying shit like, oh, we're going to be grounded for this. I'm like, no, stop. Stop saying that. It's not true. (laughs) Don't want to come at that weird part. really don't. I got to fix the Wi-Fi in my house. I keep coming when it's on, like, pause. And it's like, it's still, you know, uh, busting a nut is busting a nut, but you you always want to, like, gear it towards something. Right? How much time do I have left as a host before I just keep... (laughs) grilling myself oh cool okay um porn again porn 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 oh porn I feel like I spend too much time looking for the video than like when I actually like watching the video I don't know if that's a problem anybody else has no Exactly. But, then, but you when you've watched damn near every video, it's kinda like, fuck. Like you're just searching for a very long time. Like I get to the point where I'm like I'm like tab twenty-three on the Google search thing, which at that point it's like unrelated. There's like other shit. It's like, guess what? Is he's in sorry war yesterday? It's like, uh oh, guess I'll check off to this. <laughs> tab twenty-three. It's weird, when I looked up my own name on uh, on Pornhub, I was just curious. <laughs> Never know. Could have been somebody in my closet with a camera and shit. Luckily, it didn't pop up. Other people have the name Mike Evans. It's a very common name. The football player actually did pop up. They like photoshopped his head on another person fucking somebody else. And I was like, that's how famous I want to be that even if I don't make a sex tape, people are like, I want to see his face fuck this grandmother, you know what I mean? Just letting it all out. I'm gonna end with this. <laughs> I don't know where I started, but uh, I don't know, I feel like fucking old women would be really a lot of fun, like, like old, old, like just, like why are you on the bus, old? Like who let you out the house, old? <laughs> You know, I I just feel like their throats are like elastic. Like, you don't know, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, you you don't know where like the vagina begins and the neck ends. It's it's all folds that are all equally as wet. (coughs) Just all the way down. And that's where I want to be. I'm tired of these awful blowjobs where I can feel throat. I just want to feel Play-Doh. I want to feel mush. I want to feel warm oatmeal. I'm sorry I never met you before making complete eye contact (laughs) this is great (laughs) this is really great um shit 23andme 23andme old people porn throat um I don't think I should have pets never had a pet before never had a dog which really pains me a lot I'm the type of person to see other people's dogs and freak out like oh hey can I touch your dog and then it's not even a joke it's just how I feel about dogs Yeah. Well, (laughs) shit. (laughs) We have about 45 seconds until your first comedian comes to the stage. Everybody, I would like you to take a big, deep breath and go. And then breathe out. One more time. And breathe out. And that's enough time to kill that 45 seconds. So your first comedian coming to the stage is a person I... Think I've met before, but I'm not completely sure. Hopefully they're funny. Everybody, give it up for Jaron George. Oh
19: shit! That's
22: motherfucker. Yeah, black to black. <laughs> what are the odds? What were the odds with that name? You didn't even know, right? Yeah, you didn't even know. Yeah, you don't even know. Mm-mm. Yeah, man. We we had so much common. Well first, uh these are green, olive green, They had the black shit. No, no, that's it's cool, it's cool. The lighting. I understand. Um and uh, the dad um the dad joke, I was just like, Oh man, yeah, both of them. and then you start talking about your dad, like you see them around. I was like, Oh damn it, we don't have everything. <laughs> Could've shared some yeah. You're like the second there's another black comic in Portland, and he has like positive dad jokes. So I was like, we could have shared something too. And I came down here, and, oh man, <laughs> oh, that's cool, that's cool. Oh man, I'm having flashbacks here. I miss being in uh, San Francisco. I wasn't, I wasn't 23, but um, you know, I was, I was young, and I felt, you know, I needed to be here because, you know, the weed. I, I mentioned this the whole festival. Yes, I um, love the weed here, and. Uh, the East Coast, like we had to smoke it in the basement, you know, like, like no daylight. Uh, but like the West Coast, I remember smoking in the Golden Gate Park and the cops were like smiling at you just walking by. It was great. But like in the East Coast, because uh, I'm from New York, Um, when my friend has weed, we had to go in a secret place. And I'm talking about his grandmother's place in New Jersey. <laughs> Newark, New Jersey. That's the only place we could have smoked weed because he felt like it was safe. So he gathers around in the living room and goes, hey, guys, gather around, gather around. We got some marijuana, okay? All right. No, we can't smoke here. My, my grandmother's sleeping upstairs. And we had to go to the bathroom. All five of us had to squeeze into the bathroom. Yeah, right, yeah. You know, this is, yeah, it reminds me back in college days. We're like, well, yeah, we're going to the bathroom. And then he's like, all right. It's safe, and then he takes out a list—a list of jobs for us to do. He has like a checklist of things for us to do. So he's just like, "All right, Chris, and um, so we, so we don't get caught." So th- he's telling um, my friend, like, "Hey, Chris, turn on the hot and cold water in the bathtub and in the sink, okay? Make sure it's running, okay? Dennis, lock the windows, okay? Make sure it's closed. I don't know why we had to lock the windows, but in the first place, I really don't know why, but." He was just like, um, oh, and hey, and like and I need you to put a towel under the door, okay? But before we put a towel under the door, Jaren, I need you to go outside in the living room, go down the hallway, make a left, go upstairs. The first door on the right, check on my grandmother, make sure she's okay. <laughs> make sure there's water by her bedside. Um, if she's shivering, put like a second layer, and report back to us, please. You guys, I live in Portland now. I smoked with the male, um, the mail guy, uh, a couple days ago. It was great. I, this is what I live for. I, I don't want to go back. Don't say t- I'm I'm going back in April, and I I, I just want to make sure weed is um, accessible. A bar got closed down because they smelled weed in Upstate New York. They were like, "I we smell." Cl- Shut down the music. Stop, TJ, Stop. Everyone. Where's the weed smell? Um, who's, who's smoking the weed? And everyone's just like, no one was saying anything. Like, we're not putting on the music. We're gonna stop the flow of our, um, our flow of our profits. They find out who's smoking weed. Who? Th- just weed, man. I, who's down the, Man, I'm just ranting about. Oh, I ordered a burrito. I forgot. I gotta get my burrito. <laughs> Fuck. I, I, you did not hear me say it. I, you were out there. I was just like, tell him it was the black, the black guy with the cheetah collar. He ordered a burrito. Just tell him, just confirm, it's me. Like, Who would say that? You know, just say, tell him, okay. Damn. It was my second burrito coming back here. That's what I want to talk about. Hey, this is a nice crowd, you know. Um, maybe because I'm a little bit high, but like uh, when I say a good crowd, I always like pretend I want to pull off a heist. You know, like um, you know, like Ocean's Eleven. I just want to pick like the people. If I if I was to make like a almost identical movie, I would. Let's see, let me see. Yeah, Ben, uh, I want you to be like the getaway driver. All right, like you're the tough guy getaway driver. You were in the Marines and everything. Yeah, man. Right on. Okay. You're my hacker. All right. It's the hat. Yeah. You're just like low key. Found you in a coffee shop. You were, like, hacking casinos. I was like, well, you want to pull the big crimes, okay? I'm going for the government, you know? Hell yeah, baby! You'll clap for this miracle just now, man. Fuck <laughs> like, yes. Oh, damn. This is San Francisco burrito?
0: Shit. Okay.
22: Damn, they have to put a plate to support it. Shit. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you get a part, all right, man? Like, um... You're like the um oh I already said hacker. Damn. Oh damn, this is hard pick, all right? No no no, I'm gonna keep you as the hacker. Okay, alright. This is the um yeah, you're the stylist guy. You got the, the you got the jacket, you know how to dress, make sure like we're hitting the clubs on the cover, you know what it's supposed to wear. Like I would get it. Yeah. Yeah, you got that part. Alright, I I can't feel like all the jobs, but you would be the only black dude in my my Yeah, you know this. We need to relate. You know, I gotta have yeah. It's a true story. I had like a lot of my black friends asked to be in my crew and I was uh, I, I swear I, I was I told them I was like hey I can't have too many <laughs> You know like Because like if it goes well listen if it goes well I wanna go straight to movie theaters, not straight to B E T. You know, I just say I could say it. Okay. The truth. Um oh yeah one, one, um Oh yeah, you said you used to work with kids, um I've been called uh, Mr. G at this elementary school and um I didn't, um, yeah, I I wanted to, but I I couldn't work with middle school kids, because they would just pick me up, like, uh, excuse me, and just move me out of the way. Like, detention! Oh, okay, no detention, yeah. But, um, kids are nosy, uh, because uh, I remember tying this uh, first grade, uh, uh, his uh, shoes, his name was Ethan. I never met an adult named Ethan, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Right? Anyone? I never, Okay. So I was tying his shoes, right? And then, like after I tied his shoes, he was like, oh, man, thank you, Mr. G. And I was like, you're welcome, buddy. And he was like, oh, Mr. G, Mr. G, I saw you. Like, just deadpan. Like, there's no, like, anything. And I was like, "Um, yeah, buddy, I'm here. You saw me, right? I'm here. Mr. G's in the house, in the school. And he was like, no, no, I saw you at Safeway the other day. And I was thinking, I don't go to the Safeway by the school. I go to the one in my neighborhood. You know, like all the way across town. That's that's Mr. G Sunday afternoon, you know. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, buddy. That, that that's cool. And I played off. When you sometimes I would see.